Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at Beliciofoods.com slash careers. The Jackson County Fair Board, in conjunction with Total Media, proudly present Neil McCoy. Saturday, July 15th at the Jackson County Fair. VIP track access seats now available for only 30 bucks, which includes admission to the fair. Get tickets now at jacksoncoohfair.com or at the Total Media Studios in Jackson. Well, happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. We appreciate you tuning in with us this morning to start off your TGIF, I guess it is. And John Boy is here in the studio. So here's the deal with John. He he walks in the front door of the building, <laughs> and he has to. We don't let him leave until he makes an appearance in every studio. <laughs> He's never going to come back here again. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. And. It's, I have to tell the truth. I mentioned this on Matt McKee's show. Yeah. That I walked in and you have two new people out front. There are right? some. Okay, yes. And I, they said, may I help you, which they're told to do. Sure. And I said, well, I'm here to be on um, Main Street TV and on uh, Matt McKee's show. And what is your name, please? And I said, John Pelletier. And the response was, John Pelletier. Uh, one moment, please. <laughs> Just so, say, no, go so, back and look at the sign on the door. <laughs> so, I, Aww, did that, that hurt your id this no, morning? It did, honestly, it did not. <laughs> I mean, I've I've gone beyond that for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, real been, bad when you say when they say who. <laughs> I've been forgotten by many. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I guess, but um, no, it was. And they were very gracious. I'm not saying. Oh, no. They're, yeah, they they're were great. gracious. That's pretty funny. They just though. didn't know. A little the, humbling. They didn't know the old man. <laughs> so I told the lady, girl up front, as I was waiting for the gentleman to, you know, get per me permission to enter the building. I, um, <laughs> I told her, she looked at my coffee and I said, the reason I brought my own coffee is because I'd worked here for 53 years. And yes. I knew the only coffee here was Pete Wilson's coffee. And nobody wants and Pete's nobody coffee. wants to drink that. And I told I had to confess to Pete that I said that story. And he said, "I what kind of cup is that?" I said, "A paper cup." He said, "No, it wouldn't. My it wouldn't hold up. My coffee <laughs> it'd eat would straight eat right through, through it." it. <laughs> no. Evan from up front walked back here, and he goes, "There's a uh, John Paula <laughs> Tour here." <laughs> And I and I pointed the sign on the wall, and I was like, "He's allowed to come on back." And he's like, "Is that really him?" <laughs> yes, Evan, it's really him. Uh, so, the man, the myth, the legend. There he is. Yeah, he's still he's still on Earth. <laughs> so anyway, and so it was. I went back and uh, talked to Pete for a while. I always Pete 
you know, he's probably the hardest working person on the planet. Um, probably, yes. Yes, and always have a visit with him and everybody at uh, at the Telegram and, of course, this, the radio just had a quick hi and maybe get to spend a little time on my way out. But this it's home. I'm glad to come home. It is. You know, so here's the deal. We moved out to the plaza, what, what James, a year and a half ago, something like that now. And um, so I went from 20-some years of never seeing a soul other than, <laughs> you know, whatever guest would straggle in occasionally on the morning show to now I walk in and you have to go through like three separate businesses to get back to the studio. So it's just like this you, giant social event every morning. Yeah, you I were, love it. You were sequestered upstairs. I was. And like, I never, I worked in a building full of people, but I never saw a soul. Because right. <laughs> yeah, your egress and all that was... <laughs> A different this, way. Yeah. You always came in. To, okay. I so this that. has been such a, a pleasure for, for me because I get to, you know, say hey to everybody and That's get right. to actually see humans <laughs> <laughs> instead of dead birds walking <laughs> up the stairwell. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, no, we're so glad to have you here today, you. John. And we're going to talk about some graduation things, some alumni things and all of that, because, you know, you try to retire, but then you just keep putting your hat in different organizations yeah. and things. And they just won't let you, they yeah, just won't I, let you be, will they? I've been t trying to, when I say thin the herd, I've not been successful. I, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I was now the president of a new organization, the Wilson Old Farts Club. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not easy to get in. You, you know, that you have to have um, one of the prerequisites to being in the Wellston Old Farts Club mm -hmm. is is to have more prescriptions, and you have birthdays, and then you know. Then you, you should call the old man a rock and roll. He uh, he would fit right in. Yeah, he would. I think I think he is the outgoing president. By the way, I think. <laughs> and the only reason he was the original. He OF. was the original. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, still doing. Uh, a lot of different things in the in the community, not just Wellston, but Jackson County, and and uh, enjoying it. So, but well, staying busy. Yeah. So he retires so that he can go do more stuff. That's right. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you know we do have many of the schools have graduations either this weekend or next weekend, and. It seems to me that um, it's fitting that, you know, during the graduations, alumni comes back to town. And that's kind of right. how all of all of the different uh, towns work. Right. So Wellston has something coming up. Yeah. What? Next, next week. Next week. Next okay. week, of course, graduation week uh, starts on Monday with the baccalaureate service. And as you know, uh, the baccalaureate service is... Uh, uh, sponsored by the Wellston Ministerial Association. Okay. We're talking about Wellston High School Baccalaureate. And uh, Wellston High School is gracious enough to host it. Mm -hmm. And actually, the Ministerial Association, we do very little because it is the uh, entire service is uh, run by the students. Oh, it is? Yeah, by the seniors. Okay. Uh, Samantha Souders, who is, I think, guidance counselor, uh, she puts all the students together and they do the scripture and they do poems and all this kind of thing. And we provide a speaker and we hand out some gifts possibly if they arrive in time. Sounds and, then, <laughs> and then if Amazon gets going, no. So, um, but this, uh, 
schools cannot do their own baccalaureate like anymore. Sanction it, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but they, but Wellston uh, High School, and I think many other schools too, um, uh, open their doors for the ministerial associations or other groups to come in and do a faith-based service for the students. So how did baccalaureate, like kind of what's the history of that and, and what exactly is, is the point? The point of the baccalaureate is to make sure that the students understand that they are loved, blessed, mm-hmm. not just by the community, which is very important, but also they are, they are loved and blessed by God. Mm-hmm. Um, that that God has their back on this new adventure, um, and give give them a time, an opportunity, a time anyway to to listen to our speakers. We select our speakers because of their journey mm-hmm. and how God and their faith uh, has enabled them to go from high school senior to where they are now. So um, it's got to be exciting. For a senior, scary for a senior a little bit. Uh, some of them will be going to schools that they picked, but they're going to be away from home. Some will stay close to home. Yeah. Some will. Big adventures. Some will, uh, and we need a lot of this too. Some will go from a typical uh, college education. They'll go to a career-based, mm-hmm. you know, a secondary education type of situation. And some of them will go into the armed services. Some mm-hmm. of them will go uh, into a job that they might even already be working. So uh, all of these individuals are treasured by the community That's right. and by their maker. And we also uh, want them to know that. And we want them to, and one of the things that will be said there is that no matter what happens in your journey, you can always come home. Love that. We'd love to, you know, we, we love you and we'll supporting you and you can always come back home. You know, and I, I really uh, think it's such a good thing that the, that the kids are actually kind of participating in the baccalaureate so that they don't feel as if maybe they're just being talked to or at or preached at or whatever that is. Like they're part of this and supporting each other. That's wonderful. Yeah, normally, and I think it's a good thing, the pastors who are part of the Wilson Ministerial Association aren't allowed to say anything. And that's probably good. <laughs> Keep those preachers quiet. Uh, and let the let the students um, express themselves, yeah. be a part of this. And then, of course, uh, the only thing they have to listen to is the speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gives them an opportunity to hear someone's story. And before they go on to the remainder of the week and their commencement, and then on to the rest of their lives. You know, and and it's so funny, the things, you know, you can't remember sometimes what you had for breakfast, but... (laughs) Really? You... (laughs) You can remember. Sometimes you forget to have breakfast. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Just forgetting to wake up is the problem. Um, But but uh, no, um, there's certain events in your life that that you remember like it was yesterday. And I remember graduation week, and I remember the baccalaureate, and I remember graduation day like it was yesterday. And it's such a rite of passage that that whole week leading up to you 
being kind of thrust out into the big big boy or girl world, right. you know. And yeah. um, it's it's a very emotional time. Um, it's scary. It's exciting. It's all of those things wrapped into a big package. And keep in mind, too, that baccalaureate is now um, voluntary. Sure. Uh, when I was going to school back when you we didn't have school buses, we had covered wagons. <laughs> Um, back when I was in school, of course, baccalaureate was mandatory. I mean, yes. you went to the baccalaureate, uh, unless you had a really good excuse. Um, so you had, you know, a gymnasium full of seniors at the baccalaureate. And then, you know, they usually had graduation at, in the gym. If it was good, bad weather or out, you know, I remember we all had to sit on the bleachers at the, Wilson High School, and they took our picture as seniors. Yeah, great big bleacher picture. <laughs> the uh, bleacher <clears throat> picture. So, um, but it it was exciting. But the baccalaureate is, you know, elective this this time. Sure. And so we don't get all the seniors. I mean, I have to tell you, we get a small proportion of the seniors. Mm -hmm. uh, not, I'm not saying it's minute, but we don't get them all. Sure. Um, so, and we understand that, but we still want, and we're thankful the school lets us, you know, do that to have a baccalaureate service for those who want it. Yeah. Love that. And this year's baccalaureate will be this Monday. It'll be at the Wilson high school and it starts at 7 PM. And this year's speaker is Reverend Tim Jones. Okay. Uh, those people who know Tim, I, told on the radio i don't like tim because he's too nice i mean <laughs> he's a he's one of those do-gooder people <laughs> no i love Tim, and he's uh and a lot of people don't know that of course he was a native he is a native of wilson he graduated in 1994 okay from wilson high school then he went on to berea college and at berea college kentucky in berea kentucky he majored in chemistry and he minored um, in german uh, <laughs> wait, what? And you know, I've never, I've never had the courage to ask him why. <clears throat> but anyway, then he went on to receive his Master's of Divinity at Baptist Theological Seminary in Richmond, Virginia, <laughs> and that's where he met his wife Audrey. <clears throat> mm -hmm. They were married in 1998, I believe. And uh, Audrey, of course, serves as the Trauma Informed Mental Health Coordinator for Hopewell. Oh, okay. They have two boys. <clears throat> One is graduating. He's, he's a sophomore at Miami University. That's Christopher. And then Ethan uh, is a senior this year. Oh, cool. At Wilson High School. So they moved back in 2008. And when he moved back, he was the uh, coordinator for the American Red Cross mm -hmm. and, uh, and also Baptist, uh, pastor of the Grace Baptist Fellowship Church in Very Wilson, good. where he still currently serves. Uh, he also is a great cook. Everything That's he does involves around food. I'm always amazed. That's why you don't like him also, right? Oh, I mean, I can cook, but not like him. I mean, he just grabs stuff and puts it together, and it's wonderful. I have to measure and look at the directions. <laughs> Follow and, that stupid and recipe. Look at the directions again, <laughs> and then it may or may not be any good. <clears throat> but um, if you see Tim, he's and, and he's always... In the Rotary Club, which he's a Paul Harris fellow um, and past president, uh, we would go do uh, beans, 
you know, in a big old pot. Yeah. He'd always bring the pots. He, I mean, he's just a great cook. He knows what to do. Um, he likes to cook for his congregation, and he also has a farm. He calls it a hobby farm. A hobby farm? I call it a gentleman's farm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he has what he calls, now, I'm going to have to talk to him about this, house turkeys. House? Do they house, live in the house? And I don't know. Maybe brings, lets them, hangs out with them in the TV room. I, I don't mean, know. maybe. <clears throat> so he also I, has ducks, I, chickens, I, pigs. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I Googled house turkey to see what that is yeah. and uh, came up. Ads to buy real estate in Turkey. Okay. So, 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 okay. So, so still, so still a question. So it's still a mystery. Yeah, it's still a mystery. <laughs> Luxury homes for sale in Turkey. Well, we'll have, I'll try to have him explain that if you don't care. Yes. Okay. Then um, he is also the recipient of the Jackson County American Red Cross Hero Award. Very good. Uh, he served uh, as, as our Grand Marshal at the Cole Festival, now the Ohio Hill Country Festival, in uh -huh. 2018. He was recognized by the Ohio State Grange as Volunteer of the Year. Uh, as I mentioned, he's past president of Wilson Rotary Club and a Paul Harris Fellow. He's currently the president of the Wilson Ministerial Association. Is he a member of the Old Fart Club? No, 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 no. Okay. It's going to take him another 20 or 30 years okay. to get that one. Cool. I mean, that's, that's one thing I've got on him. Yeah. Uh, then... He's also president of the Jackson Vineyard Community Action Agency Board. And he's on our Jackson County United Fund Board. Yes. And the Jackson County Board on Aging. And the list goes on. He's also chaplain for the Wilson Fire Department. You know what I wish? I wish Tim would get off his butt and do something. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding you, buddy. Um, no, that's, that's uh, awesome. And he's going to be kind of the keynote speaker, if yes, you will, will be. He of will, the baccalaureate. Right. Very fitting. Very fitting. And when we released it, um, I know on Facebook, I mean, we were just pounded with all kinds of compliments, you know, for Tim. I mean, every, I don't know of anybody who doesn't like him. And um, so, except for me, of course. Yes. And but then, you don't like him for all the right reasons. <laughs> and like I said on radio, if there was anybody on the planet that if I needed someone to Help me talk to, turn to, whatever. He would be the first. Yeah. He's a, just a an amazing human being. Even though you don't like him. Uh, that's right. <laughs> We're kidding. So well, that very will be good. Monday. So that is Monday. And that gets, you know, and I think that's so cool because the kids then get to kick off their week with, you know, this positivity right. and, and, you know, knowing that, that uh, people are watching over them and they're there to support right. them. Very cool. And then graduation at uh, Wilson High School is on Friday. Yes. And it'll be, I think, at 630 at the high school. So they'll have their commencement. Yeah. Their graduation then. And then the following day on Saturday is when we have the Wilson High School alumni banquet. When the old timers get to come back to town. That's right. And it, like baccalaureate, I mean, I since I've been involved with baccalaureate for a long time and for the alum, been president of the Alumni Association for a long time. By the way, there is a story on how I became president. Uh-oh. Can okay. you tell it on the air? Yes, I can. Okay. I was out mowing the grass, it, you know, my grass, mm -hmm. and John Darrow pulled up. Uh-huh. Young John Darrow. Yes. Johnny Darrow. And he came up and he convinced me to be president of the Wilson Alumni Association. That was 15 years ago, I think. 
and I have to admit, I've never cut my grass since. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's no, now a giant wall around my house. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that I've noticed is that, and I hope everyone understands this as being truth and not necessarily what I want, is the Wilson, the alumni is a dying tradition. And the reason for that is, is because we have are somehow in some way not very attractive to the younger classes. So um, we have a lot of people there who are from the, you know, 60s, 50s, 60s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And when you get into the 70s, it plummets. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, that doesn't mean that's it, a bad thing. Now, the parties, have, I think, still go strong, you know, the <laughs> alumni, alumni parties. And I hear from different classes that um, they don't do parties. They don't have the closeness, maybe. Well, here's the, here's my theory on that, John, if okay. you, for, since you didn't ask. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm ready for theories. No, my theory is that you know social media has put the kibosh on some of this stuff because you feel as if you're keeping up with people, even if you're not physically in the same room with them or seeing them. I feel like the people that you want to know about, you kind of are part of their lives through social media. So you don't necessarily need to get together with them in a, in a mm -hmm. room all, you know, at the same time yeah. to, I think that's a factor. I really do. To, uh, but one of the reasons why we keep trying and keep this thing yeah, alive sure. is that great. If, if you go to an alumni banquet, that's not necessarily Wilson high school, but we're a good, good example of this is that when people do get together, see each other, they really enjoy it. Yes. I mean, if you actually make the effort to go, right, it's a good thing. It is. It's a good thing. Yeah. So anyway, we will have um, the um, banquet. Now, in the banquet, we give away, and I'll give more information on the buffet and all of that. It's going to be really good this year. Yeah. Um, James uh, and I are wondering if we're we can sneak in. Sure. Okay. I'll let you. If we've got 20 bucks, right? <laughs> Anyone for 20 bucks can come on in. So this is a tradition that is, was started uh, many years ago, and it's called the Wall of Achievement. And recognizing people who graduated from Wilson High School, people who were natives of the Wilson community. Uh, and we put plaques, and they go into the Wilson High School gymnasium cafetorium, okay. if you want to say that. And the plaques are up there. And hopefully the kids, when they look at that, see what can be done. And there's a, have a lot of very worthy recipients. This year, the it's uh, Vice Admiral John Sylvester. Yes. Now, very cool. His family is um, part of what, it, and I'm not sure which one, but there was, I think the original Sylvester home, the property that the library now sits on is was donated by the Sylvester family. And um, I don't know all of the history, but I do know that uh, his father, who was uh, John E. Sylvester, he was the uh, editor of the uh, Wilson Telegram. And how the, fun. And his father, which would be Vice Admiral John's grandfather, was John 
Dr. John E. Sylvester, and he was the first physician in the city of Wellston. Whoa. And according to history, and it, of course, what I could find is that John, Dr. John Sylvester um, started the telegram, and his son, John Sylvester, ran it. And then uh, Vice Admiral John Sylvester uh, um, attended, it was a, a resident of Wellston. There's mixed <clears throat> data on whether he literally graduated from there. If he did, it was a class of 22. Some people say he wasn't an alum. But um, anyway, he was from Wellston. He went to the uh, U.S. Naval Academy, then on to becoming, uh, during World War II, uh, he became uh, flag lieutenant. He became all kinds, had different ranks, but he retired as a vice admiral. Wow. So uh, uh, he was in deployed during World War II and the Korean War. So, hmm. um, and he became the task force commander of operations. And that was his last assignment in 55 as far as, and he was over a, this is a project called Wigwam, which was the underground detonation of a nuclear bomb. Uh, so then in uh 1960 to 65, he was deputy chief of the naval operations in the United States. And uh, uh, again, he, in 1965, he retired at the rank of vice admiral. Pretty cool. And he's from Wellston. There you go. There you go. So, uh, and then another uh, we want to recognize will be this year's Toastmaster. Okay. And of course, the Toastmaster is selected from the 50th class, 50 year class, which will be 1973. Oh, the class is 73, and they make the selection and they picked a good one. Uh, the selection is Susan. We know her as Susie Emmert. Uh huh. And uh, she's the class of 73. She has had her entire professional career with the emergency medical service. Um, she, when 1975, was in the first class of paramedics here in Jackson County. Um, she later retired as uh, after being a full-time uh, medic for the Athens County EMS at the Albany Station. She still, of course, is a medic and instructor uh, for Jackson County EMS and also as a compliance and finance officer and instructor, too. So very cool. uh, she's been very active in the Wilson Rotary Club. She is active on Wilson Main Street, uh, She's been part of the Ohilco board. She's serving now on the Southern Ohio Arts Council as a board member. She sings with the D.M. Davis Choir in Jackson when they perform at the Marquet. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, her fun thing that she does, I think the thing that she likes the most, she's part of a group called the Beach Bags. And that's a bunch of her friends that go to the beach. I love that. <laughs> that's the best and, thing ever. And one of the things, and I, I like this, I love this, um, and it doesn't happen too often, but there are certain classes who bond together. Mm -hmm. And they and she's their class of 73 is one of those. And they meet probably, I, I don't know, once a month or so. They always try to get together and have an event. How fun. So anyway. Yeah. And she has two children, Catherine, I know her as Betsy Glass, and Emily Glass Newsom, and she has five grandchildren too. Yep. So congratulations to Susie Emmert. Yes. Well deserved. So that's the that'll be the Toastmaster. Very cool. Now, 
the Wilson High School Alumni Banquet, as we mentioned, the tickets are on sale at Brodigan's. Uh-huh. And Gary is always gracious. He handles that for us. And it's got to be a nightmare sometimes. And he does it with a smile. I appreciate him so much. And you try to recognize him and he, or salute him, and he runs away. <laughs> he doesn't want any recognition, and those kind of people are few and far between. That's right. He really works hard. But you can get your tickets for $20 at Brodigan Sports and Trophies. You can call. Maybe you have someone who's organizing your class. You can call them, too, because mm-hmm. they can also take your orders. And um, it's going to be $20. For, and it starts at 5, and at 5 o'clock, this is Saturday the 27th okay. at the Wellston Middle School. And at 5 o'clock, they will start, we call, the social hour and the buffet. Um, yeah. So you can mingle or you can go back to, you know, get your plate filled or go back and get your plate filled again. or Because it, it's a buffet, right? Yeah, it's a buffet. And this starts at 5 o'clock. This year, we're going to have prime rib. Uh, we're going to have turkey breast. Shrimp cocktails, beef Wellington bites, coconut shrimp, stuffed mushrooms, bacon wrapped chestnuts, fruits and veggies, and there will be a full salad and a full dessert bar. My God! Tina King of King of Catering is the one who puts this together for us, and uh, the cost is twenty dollars. Now the reason we kept it at twenty dollars and had prime rib is I went to some people in our community and got some help. They're okay. going to be benefactors, and they and this is not going to be cheap. No, not a prime rib buffet, no. no. So uh, I want to thank Adam Massey at Ohio Valley Bank. Also, uh, Johnny Darrow. I call him Johnny, but John Darrow at Darrow yep. Insurance. Um, Donna Summers at Donna Summers Realty. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, Tom and Sharon McWilliams at mm-hmm. the McWilliams Funeral Home. They threw in some big bucks, and... Uh, We'll able to offset our usual price to have prime rib and turkey and and that. So, and this has been one of the things I've always wanted to do for the for the dinner. But since we're having a buffet, uh, probably some people won't eat prime rib. I don't know who they would I, be. What kind of freak would <laughs> yeah, eat prime rib, right? But there there will be turkey. There'll be other things for them to eat. Sure. Um. And we hope that people will get their tickets and come out. Sounds amazing. It sounds like a wonderful <laughs> evening. And that will be um, a week from tomorrow. Right. And um, we're getting down at the Wellston Mid- Middle School. Wellston Middle School, yes. yes. And please, uh, it helps us if you buy your tickets in advance. And I know s- things happen. You don't think you're going to come. You have plans and pan- plans fall apart. So you come. Uh, we try to plan for a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that would be tough. But if you can, worse comes to worse, um, you can call me. Um, if you go on the uh, Facebook page, I'm pretty sure my number is there somewhere. Okay. You can give me a call uh, and we can make sure that you get you have a ticket waiting for you at the door. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the whole thing because you know, you do need to kind of know how much food to prepare and all all right. of that stuff. So. But we know things happen. Uh, the only constant is change. <laughs> and no doubt. so you know, you you make these plans and they fall apart. <laughs> but and if you decide at the last minute to come, uh, reach out so we know we have the count and we can have the food. So. Sounds perfect. Okay. And again, prime rib. Prime rib. Yeah.
Very, very good. All right. Well, John, uh, is there anything else you would love to tell our viewers while you're here? Uh, P just walked in. Would you like to tell him face-to-face about his coffee? We already had the coffee conversation uh, (laughs) about Pete's coffee. Is it? It is infamous. Definitely infamous. Infamous. Yes. I have the... I used one cup when I was here in my tenure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know when I use... Pete's coffee that it got those little crack things all over it when I put tea, Pete's coffee in there, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> it never did break. <laughs> Surprisingly, and I had a co- and I, I have a had a warmer beside me so that I could keep my coffee warm mm-hmm. just to soothe my throat. I'm mm-hmm. not a great coffee drinker, but I always did one cup, mm-hmm. and I would sit there. But when I had Pete's coffee in there, I could hear it bubbling. <laughs> See when I make coffee. Drain cleaner and coffee. That's that is Pete Wilson's coffee. Yes, I, I think you're right. I remember that. This is how you become the hardest worker in in the area. Is you drink that coffee, right, Pete? It tastes better than Drano. Oh, it does taste better than Drano. Okay, I don't know about that. Well, that, okay. that might be his secret. You know, he may not be actually awake. He may just be vibrating. Yeah. Across the room. He's just flying high. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, my gosh. No, that's wonderful. Um, John, thank you so much for You're stopping welcome. by and, and spending time with us this okay. morning. It's always good to see you. All right. Thanks. Yep. All right. Well, let's hear from our friends at the Vinton County National Bank. And Pete is waiting over in the wings, and we'll be doing some news next. News next. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. All right. Well, we are back and let's go over the weather forecast before we get to our good friend Pete Wilson Um, today. Looking pretty darn good for the day. Uh, Partly cloudy with highs around 79 degrees. Tomorrow on Saturday, darn it, that stupid rain popped back into the forecast. But uh, we'll see if it can hold off for some of the events that are going on this um, this weekend. Uh, Highs only tomorrow, 73 But then looking on to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, look at all of that great weather. I see a lot of sun and highs in the uh, high 70s to to low 80s. So not too bad for uh, this time of the year. We'll take it. How about that, Pete? We will take it. Yes. We will take it. Uh, I'll, I'll complain about the heat. I'll complain more about the cold than the heat anytime. 100%. I always, always try to remind myself of that when it warms up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So how are you? I'm doing very well. This is May, and it's the end of May, which means busy, 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 busy. Lots of stuff. And I could go on on with busy, busy, busy. Yes. But that's okay. It's good stuff. And if there's any bad stuff in there, you know, we'll find time to cover that too. There you go. Pete, I don't know what, I don't know if this is in your stack or what order you've got it in, but can I put in a request that you do the story about the uh, wannabe highway patrolman first? Uh, okay. All right. Okay. We, we, so we, James we, is killing me with this so story. So Jim, I got to hear it because I have not heard Jennifer this story. Jennifer has not heard this yet. Uh, okay. We'll do that. But now 
I try to be positive. I had good stuff on top. This was down in there, but but James wants to hear about this. Okay. It is it is a little funny, all right. But also <laughs> also now I know we're laughing, but potentially alarming as well if this yeah. really happened, you know. I do not know the genesis of how this information got to the patrol, but I know that they felt that it needed to be put out to the public. But okay. here's the deal. Uh, the Highway Patrol, uh, this went out on their Twitter on Wednesday, and I think they might have put a news release out on Thursday, although I've not seen it yet. But it was the story of a man who is accused of impersonating a Highway Patrolman here in Jackson County. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, they say that the incident involving this impersonator occurred Monday, this past Monday, May the 15th, in the Mulga Road and State Route 32 area in Jackson County. So you're, you know, you're talking there on the northeast end of the county. Is that like toward Athens? Right, yes. Okay. Off the Appalachian Highway, okay. Mulga Road connects Wellston with the Appalachian Highway. And this okay. is right there. This would be maybe three or four miles from the Wellston exit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, a vehicle apparently tried to pull another vehicle over, and this man, uh, who I'm going to give you a description of, uh, was apparently attempting to impersonate a highway patrolman. Uh, his, he's cracking up over there. This okay, must well, be good. That is because of the description. Now, <laughs> I'm going to give you the description. Okay. I wish that we had a sketch artist on staff, but we do not, all right? We do not have a sketch artist on staff, so you're just going to have to kind of use your brain here okay. to conjure up an okay. image of this man. Okay, first of all, the vehicle itself was a charcoal gray two-door sedan with front end damage and yellow tape on the driver's side headlight. So that's going to uh, get some suspicion because <laughs> you know how nice the cruisers are yes. for highway patrol. The suspect now, are you ready? A white male, approximately 50 to 60 years old, 5 feet, 5 inches tall, 250 pounds. <laughs> the suspect had a goatee described uh, as facial scruff, wrinkled skin, bald on top, with dirty matted hair on the sides. <laughs> have you seen this gentleman, Jennifer? If you have, call the Highway Patrol right now. Have you? <laughs> yeah, Walmart like five times <laughs> when I walk through. <laughs> Um, no, I can't say as I have, Pete, but I will be on the lookout. Okay. Well, the, the, for a guy that's wider than he is tall. In, yeah, in a, yeah, about right. In addition to the, to the physical description, the individual was dressed in a blue uniform, you know, trying to look official okay. with a dark blue stripe down the pants leg. The top of the uniform was short sleeved with yellow ranked chevrons on the left sleeve. The suspect previously attempted to make a traffic stop. So, you know, he really did do this or someone said he did this. He placed a red flashing light on top of the vehicle as he was getting out of the vehicle as he made the traffic stop. If you encounter this suspect, <laughs> if you and we do have a pretty good at uh, least uh, verbal description. If you see the suspect, please call 911 immediately. Anyone who has any information about this suspect please contact the Jackson Patrol Post. That number is 740-286-4141. And so, you know, there is at least one report of this happening. The patrol, of course, wants to know, is there another one? And yeah. Another another one that maybe somebody, they knew yeah. better. Uh, no, they knew this better. is scary they stuff. They didn't get pulled over, but they saw somebody trying to pull over. 
We've seen enough TV to see some pretty, honestly, yeah. getting serious, some bad things happen when Absolutely. somebody impersonates an officer. Absolutely. You know, particularly uh, when young people or females might get pulled over by You're right. by a by a man who uh, may even be armed. You know, and and here's the deal, if if you're, you know, you're questioning who's pulling you over, um you know, make that call to the patrol mm-hmm. or to, you know, the sheriff's department or whatever, if you're in your car um, and see if that if you have a question about it, make that call. They're going to know if someone in their organization is pulling you over. Right. So, you know, if, if anybody has seriously, if anybody has any uh, knowledge, whether it's direct or indirect, of something like this happening, Please call the highway patrol. It could it could possibly be very you, no, important. You're, you're exactly right. And <laughs> although the description is quite funny, um, don't pull over for somebody like that. Right. Because... I did not embellish that description. That came straight from the highway patrol. And if there's anybody out there who's listening now or even listening later and you've got some artistic ability, if you want to try to draw that suspect for us, you know, um, we'll have something that even the patrol doesn't have. There you go. A sketch of the suspect. Yes. All right. Now we'll go to some good stuff. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, we have four graduations coming up we in do. our local area. We have two of them this evening. Uh, the Vinton County uh, High School class of 2023 will be graduating. Uh, that'll be at 7 p.m. tonight. It will be out on the football field. Okay. Uh, in case of rain, uh, their fallback is the high school gymnasium. At Oak Hill High School, they're also graduating tonight. Uh, it is at 8 p.m. That's usually late. That's a, a later than usual. And uh, some people wondering why the time changed because they've done it earlier in past years. It is because they have some track athletes competing in district tournament play. Uh-huh. They do not want those athletes, just because they have excelled in athletics, to miss graduation or miss part Makes of it. Makes sense. So they moved it back to 8 o'clock. Okay. It is at Davis Stadium. Oak Hill, the last several years, has gone to outdoor. And uh, Davis Stadium, beautiful venue, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, and uh, talked to uh, Principal Randy Layton, who, by the way, this is his last graduation after a long career as the principal at Oak Hill High School, um, he says they're outside regardless. So we looked at we looked at our phone. Even though it was raining hard at 7 a.m. this morning, the forecast does look pretty good. It looks for the pretty rest good. Of the day. Yep. So we should be okay. But anyway, we want to give a shout out, a salute to those honor students who are going to get to speak. Uh, all the graduations now locally have turned around. In past years, there might have been a commencement speaker, some person of stature, or whatever. Uh-huh. But now they keep they keep it to the the honor graduates and their speeches and some other things that are local in the programs. But gotcha. the honor graduates at Vinton County High School are uh, the the Battle of Victorians. The top ranking students are Karis Cottle and Tristan Dunn. The salutatorian is Lindsay Riddle. Uh, they will all have their speeches tonight. Also at Oak Hill, they had 11 valedictorians and one salutatorian. The valedictorians are Holly Barger, Garen Brown, Abby Donnelly, Aiden Hall, Abigail Hanning, Jordan Howard, Paige Hughes, Katie Johnson, Amelia Michael, Reagan Michael, their cousins, Yep, uh, and Ryland Sams. But anyway, oh, and the salutatorian is Michaela Durth. So all that, they will all also speak at, uh, at the Oak Hill ceremony tonight. The Oak Hill class of 1973, it's their 50th year anniversary. They will also have special recognition tonight. This will be uh, the first, uh, this will be the first uh, 
graduation ceremony for the new superintendent. Uh, that's Jason, right. Jason Mantell. Yes. So a big night for him as well. Once again, that's at Davis Stadium. We want to do a little promo note, Jennifer, in, uh, in line with what we have done in past years here at the Telegram. We are going to make the graduation coverage a big deal. All through all four of our local high schools, by the way, Jackson and Wellston high schools are both next Friday. Evening. That's right. But uh, we're going to have a two-page spread with many pictures and uh, uh, in-depth coverage of the graduation ceremony uh, and lists of all the graduates. Everybody will get their name in the paper if they graduate. Awesome. All that will be running in consecutive issues are the next four issues, starting with Vinton County on Wednesday and then Oak Hill on Saturday. Because of space and color, we can't put them. In, we can't easily put them in all at once. Plus, it's a lot of work. So that's right. So we will go in that order: Vinton County, Oak Hill, Jackson, and Wellston. But they'll all be in there, as well as a lot of information about scholarship recipients, academic honors, uh, all those nice things that happen at the end of the year yep. to honor mostly the seniors, but also maybe some other students as well. Uh, speaking of honorees. Um, we want to announce, we haven't done this yet on television, and it's, by the way, it's uh, on the Telegram's website now. It'll be on the front page Saturday. Wellston High School has announced its best of class honorees. That is the top two. They don't call them valedictorians. They call them best of class. Okay. And the best of class honorees are Shayla Rice and Grace Plummer. Okay. Uh, there is Shayla Rice. Do you remember Shayla? She was here. I was going to say, she. yeah, she that was, was here, a, wasn't she? I didn't know that Shayla was a best of class, but by golly, uh, <laughs> that would have made me nervous. We were job shadowed by the smartest, by one of the smartest girls in the high school class, Shayla Rice. That's right. Um, we may have scared her out of a career in journalism, <laughs> but, and that there is Grace Plummer yep. right there. I believe her brother, Grant, might have been a best of class I, I believe too. you're right about that. If not, he was close. But anyway, both of those young people will be, of course, speaking at the Wellston High School graduation, which is next Friday. Uh, Grace is the daughter of Jeff and Cecilia Plummer. Shayla Rice is the daughter of Peggy and Paul Rice. Shayla wants to attend the University of Rio Grande to go into education on the young side, primary, pre-K, grade five. And also, uh, she wants to become an elementary school teacher. Grace is gonna attend Ohio State University. Earning a, degree, earning a degree in biology is her plan. And then she wants to attend medical school and become a pediatrician. And she knows now she wants to come back to Wellston to work oh. as a pediatrician. Cool. Okay, we need those. We'll be happy to have you, sister. All right. Okay. Uh, Benton County High School, Red Thompson's been up there a good bit covering some of the end of school activities there. Yeah. We have a big spread uh, in Saturday's paper uh, on, from the last school board meeting where they did student achievement. Uh, they created students <coughs> uh, here and there who did a lot of good things, uh, including the two Bowden Victorians, uh, Karis Caudill and Trista Dunn. They were uh, honored at the, at the school board meeting on the 16th. Also, Michael Ramsey, uh, who won first place honors in the Business and Professional Students Competition in Anaheim, California. There is Michael there on the right. Uh, he is pictured with board member Scarlett Newton. Now, he, Michael Ramsey, we've said this before, but this is a picture that we can show you. He was first in the nation. Isn't that in, crazy? In, in his category. Way to go. Uh, which was, um, I will tell you exactly what it was. It was... It was, 
I don't know what it was. I just know he was first place. I didn't have. <laughs> well, that it doesn't matter. He was. We, we had that before, but it was first place in yeah. his category. Many categories of competition. All right. Um, back on the criminal justice front. Okay. Uh, we do have a picture of this person. Uh, it's Charles F. Wallace, and he was involved in an arrest uh, in uh, Benton County. Uh -oh. As a matter of fact, it was in MacArthur. This was a report put out by the MacArthur Police Department. This story is also online, by the way, and uh, uh, will be uh, in Saturday's print edition. Uh, but um, on May the 10th, officers from the MacArthur Police Department were called to the area of Campbell's Market there on the west side of town. A suspicious person was supposedly under the influence. That person, see, as you see pictured here on our monitor, was Charles F. Wallace, age 41, who is from MacArthur. Uh, when they approached Mr. Um, when they approached Mr. Wallace uh, because he appeared to be under the influence, which gives them, of course, probable cause to check it out. Right. They found fentanyl uh -oh. or suspected fentanyl, at least, on his person. Suspected fentanyl. <gasps> they always do the lab test to confirm. Sure. But uh, he was uh, transported to the Benton County Sheriff's Office because he was already wanted on a warrant from the Sheriff's Office. Uh -oh. He faces possible charges of possession of drugs because of the suspected fentanyl that was on his person. Okay. And so I tell you what, I remember, Jen, it's been probably three years now, I remember the local law enforcement uh, officers, I remember talking with Ted Frazier, fentanyl had not been reported in Jackson County. They suspected it would probably be there. Oh, yeah. But it, it, there had been reports in Pike and Ross County. Mm -hmm. And I remember writing an article at Sheriff Frazier's behest. I think we interviewed uh, other law enforcement officers too, but I remember Sheriff Frazier distinctly saying how dangerous it was, and he's sure it's going to show up here. Yep. And uh, the fact that, you know, it can kill you because it's so potent. Mm -hmm. And now, every time it seems like that there is a drug arrest, fentanyl is right up there as far as it uh, is. It the other stuff too, and all the other things. Offenders. Yeah. So, very scary, scary stuff. Very, very scary. And of course, a lot we know is coming over the border as well. And so uh, a real scary thing because uh, people use fentanyl because it, it's potent, but sometimes they don't even know that it's in the drug that they're using. And yep. that is when it's very, very dangerous. That's right. And one of the great untold stories, even though we know uh, anecdotally that it's there is the number of overdose deaths have gone up mm -hmm. because of drug use and fentanyl probably has a whole lot to do with that. For sure. So. Uh, the Benton County National Bank, they had some exciting news to release this week. We know that they're going to build a beautiful new bank building. They in are. Well, they have announced that they're going to break ground and they're going to have a nice ceremony for yes. it on a Wednesday, May the 31st. Uh, it will be at 2 p.m. and this will be a $2.6 million bank facility on West Main Street where the old McClure's restaurant is. Or was McClure's building has been torn down. Mm -hmm. The bank bought that building or bought that property with the idea of building a new building. It'll be nice, two stories, two point six million dollars. It will replace the current bank there um, at the middle of Main and Market Street, right there in the center of town, as the retail banking center. That's where yes. the customers will come to do all their business. Yeah, they will do some uh, administrative things in the existing building now. But I'm sure that will be very nice. Uh, Randy Evans Construction, that's another local connection, will be building that building. Uh, physical work, I don't know whether it will actually begin before May 31st or not, but May 31st is the ceremonial groundbreaking. So if it hasn't started, it will soon start after that. And we know 
uh, Randy Evans doesn't let any grass grow under his feet. No, he does not. And uh, I think James and I, God willing, will be uh, up there kind of trying to do a little little snippet on that, too. Okay. Well, it's certainly big news for MacArthur and for Benton County National Bank. Yep. That uh, outfit just continues to progress and grow. And, it does. And, and, uh, Proud of what them. A, what a good community, uh, what a good community organization it is, too. They very much believe in community involvement and support. You got it. All right. Uh, there's some big news to report. Uh, this actually came out of the last April board meeting, but we hadn't reported it yet. And we're going to have uh, follow-up stories with a little bit more depth involved. But there's going to be some major changes on the school administrative side in the Oak Hill Union Local School District starting next school year. As we said just a few minutes ago, Randy Layton is retiring as the Oak Hill High School principal. Whitney Crabtree, who used to be Whitney Hale before yes. she got married, yep. Kevin Crabtree, she is going to step from the middle school position to the high school principal's position. Okay. Of course, she is the uh, daughter of former uh, basketball coach, teacher, mm -hmm. high school principal, Doug Hale, mm -hmm. and Linda Hale, yes. who has taught and continues, I believe, to also teach yep. at, at, uh, in the Oak Hill schools. She will become, uh, on the new generation, the new high school principal. Uh, Josh Donnelly, who graduated mm -hmm. from Oak Hill High School, has been the principal at Gallia Academy High School through a number of years now. He's coming home. Okay. The family never did leave Oak Hill, but he, he uh, taught and then was principal at at Galley Academy High School, he is going to become the new middle school principal. Awesome. Starting next school year. Welcome and home, of course, buddy. Of course, you know, his name deserves to be in the headlines, but his daughter was more in the headlines lately <laughs> because yep. she was Apple Festival queen yep. last year and, of course, now is one of the valedictorians. Yep. So congratulations to both Whitney and Josh. They awesome. Will, they will assume those uh, new positions starting with the next school year. Congratulations also to Randy Layton for a long career uh, with the Oak Hill Schools. Before that, of course, he was a teacher and coach here at yes, Jackson he was. High School. And a that was during my time. Pretty doggone good football coach, yeah. too. All right. Uh, there's another new face that we need to talk about in the city of Wilson. That is the new service director. Oh, we finally get to announce it? We do get to announce the new service director. He actually started on May the 8th. We had a story in the paper not too long ago okay. about him starting work. He was formally introduced at the council meeting last night in Wellston. Uh, but Stacy Camp, Stacy L. Camp, took the reins on May 8th. He replaces, there is Stacy right there, he replaces Anthony Brenner as service director. Anthony, of course, is the mayor now. He yeah. can't do both of those. <laughs> no. He might have tried for a while. But Anthony is the mayor. Uh, he replaced Charlie Hudson after Charlie Hudson stepped down. And now Stacy Camp has been named by Anthony Brenner as the new service director. Stacy uh, does have local connections, or area connections at least. He graduated from Benton County High School in 1993, had a um, tenure in the United States Marine Corps, which can prepare you for life in many yes, ways. Yes, it can. Uh, he served for four years there with the Marines. For the last 25 years, he has worked at Warehouse Tire in Athens, where he was sales manager and handled inventory control. Locally, he's been very involved with the Wellston VFW Post 9092, which has been very active in the community supporting things. And that, I think, is where Anthony Brenner uh, knew him or became familiar oh, with okay. him. Oh, okay. And uh, he now is as uh, the new safety service director, and he is very excited to come on board now because of all the positive projects that are taking place, infrastructure projects, water, sewer, 
with the park mm-hmm. and recreation. So like much a, going on a there. A lot of things go, good going on in the city of Wellston. So he is going to jump onto a moving train, but he is on the <laughs> yeah, train now. For sure. All right. We want to uh, also give a shout out to uh, another school person that we know so well here in the Jackson City School District, and that is Northview Elementary Principal Melissa Ball. Melissa Ball was recently named one of the champions of caring by the Jackson County Job and Family Services. There was four or five others that were named. Well, she won another award, and it was acknowledged at the last Jackson School Board meeting. There is Melissa on the right, Uh along with a very smiling and happy and proud superintendent of the schools, Phil Howard. Melissa was named the, the winner of the Inspiring Educator Award, and she was basically won that award uh, for the same reason that she was uh, uh, honored by the Champions of Caring program by Job and Family Services. She is just, you should be when you're a principal. I'm sure they all are, but she is especially a great advocate for kids. Yes. When she sees, a, you know, a family situation, uh, a child problem or whatever, she goes beyond helping that kid in the classroom. She tries to help the, the child and the family uh, as much as, as anybody else. Yes. And her work, her caring, her commitment to kids has been recognized through this award. Very cool. So congratulations to Melissa. We will have that story in our Saturday paper, Very by the way. good. All right. Uh, some other things that we want to tell you about real quick because we're running out of time. Uh, don't forget about Armed Forces today. That's right. At, at Manpower Park. Tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be from 12 to 4 tomorrow at Manpower Park. Completely free to veterans and their families. You don't even have to be from Jackson County. That's right. A, a bunch Come on of the, out. A bunch Celebrate. of the veterans organizations involved. I know Lots uh, of you them. had Greg Roseberry here to talk about that yeah. earlier in the week. But it's completely fair, completely free. Uh, they're going to have a, a little ceremony at 11.45 a.m. Uh, to kind of uh, usher that in. Alex Shope will be there to cover that for uh, the Telegram and Total Media. Also, the JHS Bass Fishing Team, it's new this year. They're going to have a Meet the Team event Saturday. Let's hope the rain stays away. They're going to fish in the morning, and then at 11 o'clock from 1 o'clock, they're in the area of the Shelter House on the park side. At Hammertown? Yes, at Hammertown. They're going to do a Meet the Team event there. Uh, They'll do a weigh-in, so maybe you get to see some bass there if they're able to catch them, and they've done pretty good so far. But they have had great community support uh, sponsorships to be able to do things they do, make the trips they do, have their uniforms and all. And some of those sponsors have donated gift cards. So if you're out there to meet the team and you're just curious about it, you might have a chance to win a free gift card. Love that. All right. so cool. Hey, we want to give props to uh, Vinton County Middle School teacher Matt McCartney. He does a program every year that's neat because uh, sometimes the financial literacy of kids coming out of schools is not what you want, want them to be. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not any, necessarily anybody's fault. Parents need to jump in there. Correct. But the schools can too, and Matt McCartney's done that. He annually has a stock market contest where kids learn the the um, at least the essentials about the stock market and, and how it works. Good. And uh, there was three kids who um, who – won prizes of cash awards of $200, $100, and $50 for their success handling stocks. And they were, those young men were Jacob Hall, Gannon Jackson, Michael Jones, and that is them left to right, first through third place. And uh, it was a virtual stock market competition. Let me tell you, Jennifer, uh, you know, 
savings accounts are nice, but if you're going to maximize your money, that's right. You need to try other investments. You do. And, and what if you come out of high school, your parents weren't involved in the stock market or whatever mm -hmm. because they didn't know about it or or they didn't have the resources or whatever? Mm -hmm. How do you learn to be in the stock market and other investments that you know you don't learn about in school? I, you're right. Right, and you know you don't. Figure that stuff out when you're 50 or 60. You need to. You need no, to, you need to you be need doing to, it. You need to build your, from the your so called portfolio, your plan for savings later on, because at some point you're going to want to retire and you're going to need some money. That's right. You know, for, uh, to live. Yep. Right. And since you don't know how long you're going to live, you better have plenty. That's right. All right. Uh, the Life Source Apostolic Church, of course, is having Hope Week. Yes. You learned about that? Yep. They were here uh, the other day. Right. And they, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there'll be. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So there's events today and also Saturday. Open Rail, of course, is doing a concert there as part of that. They are. Super cool. All right. And we want to uh, also say that Sans Peter and Paul is performing Peter Pan Jr. That's right. At the Marquet Culture Arts Center. Dorothy Riepenhoff, how much work does that oh, woman do? Oh, my goodness. For music a and lot. kids and, and the community. She, of course, is the director there. Costs $7 per person. It's uh, 7 p.m. tonight. And also Saturday night at the Marquet Culture Arts Center, that is Peter Pan Jr. Also, uh, we want to tell you uh, on the sports side, uh, the Oak Hill Oaks baseball team mm -hmm. won a sectional tournament last night. Way to go, they guys. They Lynchburg Clay 4 to nothing, And see how happy they were afterwards? I'd say so. Red Thompson Jr. took that photo there. Uh, and they won 4 to nothing. And we can't remember on the sports staff and in the newspaper the last time they won a sectional title. So it's been a while. A little bit. But they won one now. They won Very it last cool. night. And they will um, they will uh, advance to the district tournament that will be at 7 p.m. next Tuesday over to High University against the Minford Falcons. Ryland Sams, remember him, the bout of Victorian? Mm -hmm. He is one of the best pitchers in southeastern Ohio. All he Ooh. did was shut out Lynchburg Clay. Give up one hit, one hit, and strike out 15. How about that? <laughs> That'll do. All right. Also, uh, last night, unfortunately, the Wilson Golden Rockets lost in their sectional tournament championship game. That's the baseball team. They lost to Eastern Brown 4-2. to two. We'll have reports on both of those games in Saturday's paper. Todd Thompson was actually here all night working on that. And uh, the Jackson Ironmen, this was, this was on Wednesday evening. Uh, this is a great picture that our man James Hamilton took. Yay, James. Um, that's a play at the plate. It wasn't posed, boys. Uh, that is Landon Camp sliding in uh, ahead of the tag of the Miami Trace uh, catcher. Actually, the Miami Trace, we thought that he had the ball, but he didn't. The ball is, uh, as you can see, is not in his glove. It wouldn't have mattered. We hoped the umpire would have seen that. Yep. But Landon Camp scored, drove in the first two runs of the game, and then scored the third all in the first inning. Nice. That was all that Gavin Jones and Tucker Williams needed. Because they shut out the Miami yep. Trace Panthers seven to nothing, so Jackson has won twenty games this year. They've done that three years in a row under Coach Josh McGraw. They are sectional champions for the first time since two thousand fourteen. They've been upset a couple times in sectional Pretty championship darn games, good. but they won this one seven to nothing. It was on the radio, and by golly, Dan Morrow and I are going over to Athens on Monday. We don't do road games, but we're going to do this one. District tournament. Love it. 4 p.m., not 5 p.m., 4 p.m. Monday on the stations that we normally do, Jackson High School Baseball, Fox Sports 1330 AM, YPC, WYPC, and, of course, 105.3 FM, yep. our companion station. Uh, and uh, that'll be at 4 p.m. on Monday. And Jackson will be playing Washington Courthouse, the top-seeded team in the district. 
the team that has defeated them twice this year. Uh-oh. Josh McGraw says, Third bring them on. Bring, bring them on. We're yep. ready. So uh, we will be covering that game as well. Unfortunately, the Jackson Iron Ladies softball team, same night, lost a tough one to Unioto, one to nothing in their district semifinal game. That was over at Athens as well. Serenity Taylor, the freshman, only gave up one run, but unfortunately, the Unioto pitcher didn't give Man. up any. So um, I'm breathless, but that's where we are. <laughs> that's the news. That's the news. All right. Well, Pete, thank you. Thank you so much. And I know you have so much to cover this weekend. So. We'll uh, we'll let you get out of here because um, it's a full full weekend. There's of, a lot of to do, and remember, do. I never even mentioned this, but there's time to do it next week. Festival of Flags coming up. Yes, Memorial and we Day will weekend. we'll get to that next week as well. Free skin cancer screening tomorrow at Holzer Clinic. Uh, don't forget about that. You can call three nine five eight six four two to schedule an appointment and get in for that. Um, that's right here in Jackson, up on top of the hill there at Holzer. Um, and it's just a great opportunity for you to get checked out if you feel like something uh, amiss. And it's free. So there you go. Well, why would you not do it? Right. And speaking of free, James Hamilton. Yard, yard sale starts today. <laughs> <laughs> At James K. Hamilton's house. All kinds of good stuff. If you Bond start street by the high school, start to head up the high school hill, you can't miss it. How's that on the left hand side? I tell you what, there are some people. I think they can smell a yard sale oh, I know. miles away. I know you're not kidding. <laughs> if so. they just if they just see it outside, that's usually enough. You got it. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here on Monday to fill you in on all of the weekend's events. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. Bye bye.